1: Yeah, you guessed it right. I went live too early. But welcome, everybody, to For the Love of Pomegranate Podcast as I sit here and watch the last few minutes of the throws of what have, what, what's it been an absolutely fantastic performance from Aston Villa away in the Netherlands against AZ or AZ or uh, the team from Alkmaar and uh, with some changes to the team. And Aston Villa have just been really, really good tonight. And it's been the players who have came in to the team that have really stood up and taken the plaudits. So I'm just watching it here now as Bertrand Troy picks the ball up, runs through, plays it through to Zaniolo. But um, a couple of players who come on, who has used the five, complement the five subs, which has been uh, really good as Luca Dean takes a nasty one there. Definite yellow card for uh, Bazar there. Uh, I thought he probably should have been yellow card earlier on, um, but uh, he wasn't. Um yeah, I am early exactly. Yeah, as Shane is saying I'm early. I click I clicked on start stream by mistake as I was just trying to load up something onto the onto the uh, onto the stream deck that I have here. Um so that's why I'm a bit early. Thankfully, it's not like the Premier League and there won't be 25 minutes of injury time uh, played afterwards. Otherwise, I'd be filling time for the next 25 minutes. But it's, um, it's been a really, really great performance, you know, as I say, and, and a lot of players have gotten their runouts. Uh, just, oh, what a back here. Lovely, lovely layoff. But just beats Diaby out over the, the sideline there from from Bertrand Shore. He's smiling because he knows that he can do stuff like that 4-1 up. Back in the Netherlands where... He had uh, a happy spell um, at uh, Ajax, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but yeah, 4-1. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to save, I suppose, my plaudits for the team until the final whistle, not because I feel anything's going to happen, but um, I'll wait for more people to jump on as well considering i went live way 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 too early Uh emmy martinez after taking over the captain's armband as well when john mcginn went off um not not usually a fan of goalkeepers being being captains i've said that before but in game he's he was definitely the correct choice i think here today um uh, probably somebody like emmy like uh, Ezri Konza would get it if it happens in um in a, in real game a real game in a premier league game or uh, maybe even douglas Louise. Yeah, uh, I can't remember who's gotten it in the past when John McGinn has been taken off. That's why I'm, uh, I'm, I'm filling time talking about players uh, that may get the may get the Iron Man. Pop it in the comments there if you remember who's gotten it in the past when McGinn went down. His run of being taken off in a couple of games straight. McGinn, I thought, was absolutely fantastic today as well as Clement Longley. Brilliant defending there from him. Excellent stuff. Uh, just shadowing his man, uh, Oddguard. Yeah, did it, did it. Where else are we? Um, yeah, a couple of your comments there as well. Lee Bruce says, Bailey has been stepping his game up lately. Uh, it's a nice surprise. Not just the goals, but he's pressing tonight with solid two. Not consistently using the ball in dangerous areas, and he's stepping it up. Yeah, I, I 100% agree. Absolutely. And, you know, we've... You know, we've... we've uh, we suppose being critical of him when, uh, when he wasn't playing well, and absolutely like we want every Aston Villa player to be a Ballon d'Or standard. And when they are playing absolutely brilliantly, we're definitely going to say it. And uh, Leon Bailey was class tonight; really good. His assist for McGinn's goal, was it? Yes, it was McGinn's goal. It was really good. Um, his own goal himself. The technique for that for that shot was brilliant. Um, I'll probably reiterate that again as I go down through the game afterwards, but uh. In case any of you are just joining us, I, I hit the go live button way too early by mistake. And uh sometimes when the camera goes live, you just have to start talking. Uh, <laughs> so we're uh yeah, we're into the third on my stream here. We're just coming up to uh to full time three minutes and twenty seconds gone here. Um mm, mm, mm. I presume you're all you've all enjoyed it. Yeah, it's just uh actually it's just just ticked over there into full time here on my side. So a couple more people are probably going to join. Um, but Aston Villa four, as at Alkbar one, like the stream stuff. To be honest with you, puts us in a superb position as we go into the to the return games. As I mentioned, three return games, return fixtures um, within this group, um, puts us into a superb position. Also, you know the goals making our goal difference quite heavy uh, as well is fantastic to see. Um, and uh, I think Gunnar Emery will be absolutely delighted with his trip to the to Netherlands uh, today. The lineups, as we said beforehand, the lineup was something that caused uh, a small bit of conversation. The two centre halves obviously being changed and Tielemann's been brought into the team. Uh, Tielemann's another person who, when he hasn't played well, we have called it. And I, I must say he was absolutely fantastic again today as well. Great to see him get that goal uh, too. Um, and the defensive partnership, I thought, played really well. Pavlidis, one of the, the informed strikers this season, marshalled him really well. Yes, I know he had the ball in the back of the net, but it was real left side. Uh, and he did have a gilt-edged chance after uh, Boubacar Kamara. Um, mistake, I suppose you call it, at the edge of the box, and he fired it wide. But Aston Villa marshalled him pretty well. He, he, was, forced, he was forced into having to become creator, I think, uh, more so than being on the end of balls. Yeah, uh, throughout the game, and he found a small bit of a small few pockets, maybe on Maddie Cash's side, but Aston Villa did fantastically marshaling him there. In midfield, we were definitely the better team, way better than them in midfield. Our midfield absolutely bossed that game today, really did. Um, superb stuff. John McGinn was amazing. Leon Bailey was brilliant. Tielemans was brilliant. Dougie was brilliant. Uh, um Kamara was brilliant. Dougie was brilliant. You know, they were they were all just really good today tonight, and it was a professional composed performance i'm just watching back here leon bailey's goal again great technique you know it doesn't it it half volley it doesn't raise its its head off the ground at all uh after he hits it is brilliant just superb strike catches matt ryan unawares as it goes into the bottom right hand corner and and just super thrilled for him because he played really really well tonight and he played well when he came on again too um, just looking here at the second goal, the John McGinn pass was just brilliant. And then Nuri Tielemans just filters it, slips it through the goalkeeper's legs as he comes out. Cool as you like. And Paddy said, I think he's going to be joining us in a moment. Paddy said in on, on Twitter, uh, you know, the, the appreciation for that pass from McGinn from Tielemans was really good too. Uh, the third goal here from Olly Watkins. Ollie Watkins wins it with a chest down and makes a brilliant support run. Bailey is there, takes a shot, goalkeeper saves it, and Watkins is there to tap it in. Ollie Watkins is brilliant, lads. He's just he's just a really good center forward. Yes, we might miss a one on one here and there, but they they like that, that's textbook center forward play what he did there. It's just brilliant, it's just really good. And then the fourth goal from McGinn. Uh, Bubakar Kamara slides a ball out to, to Bailey. Bailey lets a ball in there. Beautiful ball and John McGinn with a poke at his left foot. Whew, what a finish. What a finish. Just gets across the defender and gets a poke to it. The goalkeeper didn't stand a chance. Absolutely didn't stand a chance there. Paddy's after joining us. Paddy, did you expect that? You think this is a song,
0: isn't there? I wasn't expecting that. I don't know where it came from, but look, it's a it's a continuation of what I watched at the weekend. It was an absolute pleasure. We got into it from the start. They were wary of us from the start. They stood off Emmy Martinez. They wouldn't commit because they know when you commit, there's a, a domino effect. And, and we played through the Lions and, and, and catch them out, which we, when they eventually did, we caught them out a couple of times from an Emmy Martinez ball out. So mm. they did their homework, but still couldn't cope with us. So I think this just cements the fact that we are actually a really good side.
1: Yeah, uh, I, I said in the Unai Emery podcast that I did, if you haven't watched it, go back and watch it. It's only like seven or eight minutes long, but it's, uh, it, it was more so about how we should feel about Unai Emery. And, you know, I used the phrase about you can put your arms around him, you give him a hug. You know, you can give this style of play a hug. It's 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 effective. And it's effective in the way that the players have bought into it. And I spoke about the team unity that we have. And when you go and you watch a performance like that, look, we're not taking it away. Azed, Didn't as Edward stuck to the ground for the first 15 minutes, but we capitalized on it. Many Zavilla team has never capitalized that and allowed a team to eat their way back into a game. This is two games in a row we've won 4 1. It's two games in a row whereby we've let a team get a goal and get a purple patch for maybe 10 minutes in the game. We've, we've, and and two good teams. Don't get me wrong. Like this isn't like watching Havington Waterlooville get a get a go back and then have us under the cost for ten minutes. These are two good teams. And what we've done is we've learned to stay calm and stay patient. And Nanza Nuna trait. And uh it's bloody fantastic to see. It really is. And and I'm I'm so so happy with those last two results because, you know, they're the results against well managed teams, well set up teams with, with some good players in them. Um that potentially you could say are punching above their weight but we've punched higher than them and while we may be punching above their weight other teams that are considered the next best of the rest you know we're beating them and beating them well uh, um, at the moment and long may that continue because it's a it's a super feeling to be to and it's not being cocky or confident or anything like that but it's a super feeling to be this proud of how your team is playing and getting the results on top of it
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> A few people slagging saying the referee was man of the match. Um, look, I have two man of the matches and, and one, of, one of them would be expected and one wouldn't be, but I thought Leon Bailey and Yuri Tielemans were absolutely class. Um, not not only in that pisa- attacking, pressing position, he was deployed in early. When he, when he was moved back defensively, I thought he did very well. He's got an amazing touch on him, amazing force touch, amazing pass. Uh, as you, as I, you, I saw you say when I was coming on there, that, that little putting the hand up to McGinn shows us where he is in a headspace. He, he was just delighted with the ball that McGinn threw the a Needle for his pass. Absolutely incredible pass for McGinn. Um, There's probably ironically his worst t- first touch of the night was the one for the goal, which got caught under his feet, but he recovered and, and got it through Matt Ryan's legs. But um, delighted for him to get the goal. Delighted, for, delighted to see the old partner. Love for him on on social media this evening. I hope he can push on from here now because he could be a vital, a vital, uh, vital part of this cog go, or a vital cog in the machine going forward. Because we're going, we're going to need people. Like it was great to see a bit of rotation there at the end when we were able to take important players off the pitch. Like we need Ollie Watkins playing on Sunday. We need him playing next week. We need him for the return leg. There's, you know, um, we're now in a position. We'll see what happens with Mostar against uh, Warsaw tonight. But we're now in a position where we should be pushing on to go on top this group and miss out on that extra two games in, in February that we spoke about in the in Team G tantrum. So, all in all, absolutely delighted. Like, all nine out of tens, with the exception of Boubacar Kamara. I thought he was very loose with some of his passing and just... Pedestrian at times, and maybe the game has kind of done that to him, but uh, we know he has that in his locker because he, he did it against uh Newcastle, wasn't it, earlier in the season as well. He did it a couple of times since where we haven't been punished. So, the, big, the bigger and better teams will punish us, but he needs he needs to, to take that one out of his game. And uh, I, I think Tyrone Mings was guilty of it in bygone years and doesn't do it at all anymore, so. If he can, if he can learn from those errors and 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 get that out of the game, at least we weren't punished for, for them. But they they were the only that was the only downside of what I could see tonight. I thought we were absolutely excellent right across the park, all the decision making, absolutely brilliant.
1: Yeah, and if, just in case, like what Paddy was mentioning there, I agree with everything you said. I didn't want to cut you off and start reading comments, but I was just flashing up some of the comments there. You know, the love that Bailey and the love that Tielemans are getting and the love this whole team are getting at the moment is just fantastic. And as I said before, we're not going to, like, bury our head in the sand over it. You know, we have, I have gone in on Tielemans once before. You know, we've been critical of Bailey in certain circumstances. And when players play like that, it's just, as I said, and some of you may have heard a round of applause there a moment ago, I've got new toys. I'm just going to put them on applause. I don't know if anyone can hear that. If you can, and well, then I can hear it in my headset. So that's did uh, Didn't hear
0: the, the force, one. <laughs> hmm? yeah,
1: I didn't hear I the force, You didn't hear it. Well, you were talking, so maybe you didn't hear it. So I don't know if anybody else can hear that. Can hear the applause or not there. Uh, but uh, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Look, I suppose the 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 um, there's a couple of couple of comments there as well about long nap. And um, people talking about uh, Langley playing really well. To, I thought I thought he was really, I I thought he was really good tonight. And for their for their goal, um, uh, just when it came up to their goal, I went, and this isn't the criticism of him. It's just a different style of player he is, and it's okay. And we can, we can. I suppose what is it? We can we can see two different styles of players, specifically at centre half. We're so used to seeing that maybe where Tyrone Mings flings his body at the player and dives in front of him and uses six foot four, 12 meter long legs to try and to try and block that ball. But Longley Lang, didn't. He was that, that bit far away anyway, and he didn't. But what Longley did during the game today, I thought was really good. Thought Diego Carlos was really good today as well. I Thought the back four played really well. Uh, today uh, as a whole but that midfield was just superb that midfield today was a stranglehold on everything that AZ tried it was a real stranglehold and I was so impressed with it so 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 impressed with it from Tielemans to, to to McGinn to uh, everybody everybody in that midfield was just fantastic and then Ollie Watkins hold up play today was immense really good Thought he had a good battle with Bazaar as well. You know, the two of them were trying, were, were at each other at one stage. The referee was telling him to calm down. I like that bit of, you know, that bit of uh, puff your chest outness from Ollie Watkins in situations like that. But uh, yeah, just like uh, the way we were set up today was just brilliant. We stifled them where we needed to stifle them, and we were we, we drew them into positions which allowed us to be creative in others. And yes, we relied on the counter attack to get to get uh, uh, you know, one or two of our goals there. And Pascal Janssen called us out for being a good counter-attacking yeah. team, and we showed him how good we were today at times. And he's a good manager, and that's a good team. And to be able to outfox that team, I thought was 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 very well done from Moon Emery and very well done from Aston Villa. Yeah, I think,
0: I think we have some uh, some Arsenal fans in the in the comments here. Uh, big big club. Now, the reason I have highlighted this, I, w- I would have normally just skirted over it, right? But th- this guy has said big clubs will now come in for our players. And then he says, Arsenal will get Watkins. And the reason I I highlighted it is, tonight is the first time I have heard a commentator talk about Emi Martinez's game management as opposed to his time wasting. So we are a fucking big club. So we're the big club now, so we need to keep going and, and keep the commentators and the so called pros talking in that direction, as opposed to saying, where uh, Emmy, Emmy Martinez is running down the clock and all this old bollocks. That's what big clubs do. They manage the game, they play well, they inflict their game on other people. It's just brilliant. And I'm delighted. I'm delighted he came in with that comment because it gave, it gave me a chance to say that tonight. So there we are. So he's come in again and said, Arsenal are bigger. So we know he's an Arsenal fan. So yeah. That's fine. Thanks for coming in. Thanks for coming in when there's other things you could be watching on TV.
1: (laughs) This is a public service announcement to non-Villa fans listening to the podcast. You are more than welcome. Please be courteous to all the Villa fans that are in here. Please come back again (laughs) up the Villa. This is a public service announcement on behalf of For the Love of Pablo Grant podcast. I told you I had new toys. I hope anyone, everyone could hear this. I'm having a great crack here with my new toys. This is fantastic. Um, production, but you can shoot the fucking roof right here. Okay, we <laughs> Um, I want to, actually. Do you know what? There's somebody I want to talk about uh, the this um, today as well. Well, actually, I have spoken about because I've spoken about bloody everybody. Uh, I want. To, I, it was great to see. It was great to see Bertrand Troy getting on the field again because I'm going to be honest and this is the reason I want to talk about him is because just selfishly for myself
2: hey it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels so whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City go Kevin or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again so download the Priceline app today your savings are waiting You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas.
1: I would say every two weeks, I forget he's even on the team or or, or in in the panel or, or on the squad. And that's nothing to do with him. It's just, I know he's been sporadic in his nature. But my God, does he look so happy every time he's on the football field? And you know, I know it's easy to come <laughs> on with your four one up and, and start doing that, but Jesus, he's infectious whenever you see how happy he is on the field. And uh, um I just thought it was like that little back uh, that little back heel flick that he um that he did. It didn't make its way out to the abbey on the on the right hand side. But uh yeah, Bertrand, Shore, fair play to you, you know. The man yeah, who thought should... was gone and now he did you
0: notice when he commanded a pitch, he winced with every step he took. I was going, this his fucking injured coming on here. Yeah. <laughs> he was gritting his I teeth like so he would. was injured. It was funny.
1: <laughs> yeah, but he's look as I say, he's uh yeah, just look, I was happy for him, you know, he's um He's he's a Maverick player for sure, and he's just somebody that I've always I've always had an affinity for. So it's great to see him come on today. Patty, I want to talk to you a small bit today about I suppose the style of play. And I, I can't wait to watch it back again. Well, every four every time you score four goals, you can't wait to watch it back again. But the style of play that we had out in, uh, on show today, we did we went wide when we needed to, we counter when we needed to, but there was a portion in the first half, the first five or six minutes. And Emi Martinez stood on the edge of, edge of his box with Longley and Diego Carlos wide of him. And it was, just, it was like a Mexican standoff. Did you, do you remember that part? I think I counted 41 seconds. the of That's what I was brilliant. talking
0: about when I said there was no press on, on Martinez. Because yeah. it just it creates a domino effect where we work our way through the phases and and we completely pick them off. Because w- once we commit one player then someone has to commit on the other side, and it just a knock-on effect It leaves us with extra men. That's why he's on the ball. And they made a decision early on um, not not to close that down. And on 30, I think it was 30 minutes, um, I think I noticed, um, they committed, sorry, I'm just checking what time it was, 23 minutes uh, for the Tielemans goal was the first time they committed into that area, and we scored from it. So... It's nuts. That's that's just they knew they knew what we were gonna do, and I actually started one of the comments it. there. They couldn't stop it. That's a uh, really random reviews. You know, you're a good side when you can see what you're going to do, but you just can't do anything about it. That's that's exactly yeah. sums up exactly what they were doing tonight. He was there, going. Hopefully, Emmy Martinez will play this to one of the the center halves where I can go and close him down. And leave leave Emmy Martinez open, but as a result, he was leaving midfielders open that we could play through. So it just made life so much easier for us.
1: And also what is what's been one of their biggest strengths, I suppose, in the in their division, which has been uh Wolf uh, and uh Sugawara, uh, they're their attacking fullbacks who both are really good players. Um We we drew them for we drew specifically Wolf. We drew him way further forward. I think than than the two centre halves were comfortable with him being up there. And uh, the commentator actually mentioned it at one stage about how high up the field he was. And teams have done that to us in the past, specifically under um, Stephen Gerrard, whereby they drew Dean right up the field. And sometimes it was our tactic to allow him go up forward, and other times he got caught up there because he was being drawn up that that far up the field. And then it gave us gave us a lot to do back then. And we've it's amazing how we've learned. From our own weaknesses as a, as a squad and a group, and have learned to identify those in other teams. And when I spoke about Demi Martinez just standing there with the ball at the edge of his area, you know, it's for me that was brilliant because what that allowed us to do was to like, like that completely stagnated the whole, um, completely stagnated the whole uh, AZ movement and completely outed their shape out of possession. And I know you're not going to get like that because that was so silly of them. It was so. It was so silly of them to give us that amount of time to be able to stand up and look at them. And I know it wasn't going to be that shape the whole time and it was probably just a base formation that they were going to set, set up in anyway that early in the game and things are going to be fluid and change and so on and so forth and we're going to drag players out of out out, out of play. But or, out of shape, should I say. But when teams do that, when teams stand up and, and it looks like they can't find a pass some, sometimes and they're that far back in their area, you're getting a good look at what the setup is out of possession. Like... Don't ever underestimate that. So when you're looking at it, some of those things are done by design. Now, 41 seconds for a goalkeeper to have it at, at, at his feet. Because there was no press, he went, come have it. Come, like, stay where you are. I don't care. We'll take a little yeah. draw out of this. You're at home. And, and uh, it, I think, incidentally, he did go white to Diego Carlos, I think, uh, in that. And it was a very, very flimsy press. But as part of the tactical setup that Una Emery has, and if you are going to be ball dominant, you need to know what the base base defensive formation is out of possession. You just need to know that. You need to have an inkling of it anyway, at least. And that's how we can find those gaps in the middle of midfield. When Bundia was playing with us last season, that's how Bundia was able to find those gaps. They're up at the top of the diamond of that midfield position, because it's relays around the team about where people are. And it's up to the it's 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 on field intelligence that brings that mm-hmm. out, out out in play. And obviously where Emery will spot things, and people there will be video analysts watching the game in time in real time and feeding all that back. So, the commentators made a joke of it at certain stages. You should never give a goalkeeper 41 seconds with the ball like that, specifically early in the game and when you're set up in your defensive formation. Because to me, that was just bonkers. Um, I don't know. People might think that I'm I'm being hyperbolic about it and I'm overplaying it. But 41 seconds to see a base formation for me is uh, is criminal. Absolutely criminal. From and, and I think it showed because Aston Villa knew where to attack um, and knew where they could they could find pockets of space uh, within that zone and kind of set up that they had.
2: With threats
0: to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. with regards to Tielemans, and I, I can't I can't compliment them enough. But isn't it amazing to see how we can freshen up our setup? Nobody expected Tielemans to play as high as he did, and he was excellent, absolutely excellent. And when I say nobody—that includes the Alkmaar team. <laughs> I'm sure they were going, "What the hell is this fella doing, pushing us so high?" It was it was just brilliant, and and you know it, it's a mark of the man, um, Emery. That is that he he has. A number of different options there, and he has the players trained to play in a number of different ways, and we're now seeing the fruits of all the hard work that's been put on the draining ground. That everybody knows their position, regardless of how he freshens things up. Everybody knows how they need to play, and you know, as as Leon Bailey said, uh, "the sky is the limit." Now, this is mm-hmm. this is absolutely phenomenal. So if we if we could keep all these players fit and get those players back in, maybe add a couple in 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 uh, January, the sky is the limit for everybody. So let's keep enjoying it first and foremost, and take it take a game by game and and uh, enjoy that for what it was tonight, and have three good nights sleep now before we play Luton at the weekend. <laughs>
1: Yeah, uh, CC says. Let's see if we can get 200 likes. So Neil will use one of his sounds. I have a full soundboard here, 64 <laughs> sounds loaded up on my soundboard here. So yeah, uh, I can't. I can't even see. So if we do get to 200 likes, someone tell me, and I'll uh, and I'll do something. I'll play. Well, Neil, while, while, there's, while there's
0: nearly 600 people in the room, I have uh, no
1: fart sound. Actually, that reminds. Well, you don't need a fart for that this wild. one. Uh, okay. Just to
0: remind people that if if you've got. A child in your life that wants to go to see Aston Villa and, L- and Luton this nice. weekend. Um, we want to get a new fan in the ground that doesn't normally get a chance to go there. So uh, send send an email to villapaddy82 at gmail.com and we'll give you an adult and a child's ticket to bring that child to the match. Uh, you can get me on uh, at Villapaddy on Twitter and Instagram as well. So any of those platforms you can send it through to. Make sure you have a fan ID though for you and the child. If you don't, you can set it up very quickly. But, you know, I'm, I'm not using those tickets, so I'd love to see them go to a new home and perhaps let some other child fall in love with what's happening here today.
1: Paddy, I thought we had somebody, re- well, I'm sure this person is very, very famous in their own right, but I thought we had somebody very Villa famous in the chat there whatever reason it flashed up there and Cameron Agnew said we're going to Athens <laughs> and I thought it was Cameron Archer that was there and I was going uh, you're coming back in January <laughs> I was <gonna> <laughs> going back in January for the cracker yeah um but Cameron <laughs> so I did get a little <laughs> flutter for whatever reason because we would have had Michael Richards Cameron Archer and we've had uh we, we we've had other people with similar names in the past that have popped up as well just we had Leon Bailey's party. agent in
0: for a while as well,
1: didn't we? He did Jesus? Yeah, I remember the night Craig Butler was watching the podcast. <laughs> remember that? And I messaged him afterwards. He wouldn't come on. He well, he 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 said he wasn't interested. So uh, that was uh, that was an interesting one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, Paddy, that's really cool. Actually, look, you know, give you know, giving away your tickets for the Luton game at the weekend uh, is fantastic stuff. Also, what I want to do is, and I forgot to, uh, I, I meant to uh, advertise it, I suppose, before, before this, uh, with all the people I was expecting to pop in, but, um, I'm going to give away a shirt at random to somebody here tonight, Uh shirt of your choice, home away or third shirt, um, uh, of your choice. And literally all I'm going to do is I'm just going to do the old fashioned way and scroll right down the, through the comments and pick a random comment at uh, a random comment at random. This is what I'm going to do. And, uh, from there, that person is just going to win the shirt brilliant are, yeah a shirt whatever size yeah. if you so want to name a number keep the commenting there and the
0: back while you're and hit the like button in. and hit the subscribe button there's 600 people in there we'd love to have you all watching us every week so uh
2: absolutely. there's
0: two lovely prizes available tonight so uh yeah pick put your put your comment in there and and uh it doesn't matter what you say neil will pick one out and he just just shows how much the two
1: of us are buzzing and what's going on here <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. We're giving away tickets. We're giving away jerseys. We're giving away everything. This is great, crack. And do you know what? Long may i continue because I read. You no, know, Frankie McGuire. All of you guys in all Villano filler podcast If you guys haven't uh, haven't listened to him, Frankie, is absolutely brilliant. I've been on there with him a couple of times. Actually, I've just realised I've never had Frankie. I must rectify that. I must get Frankie on on do. here as well because I don't think I have. He's a super guy. And uh, do you know what else is great about him, Paddy? Is he's got relations right. from Limerick here in Ireland as well. So uh, That always goes down well in my book. Uh, uh, for sure. Uh, people from Limerick, that is. Um, but, uh, Frank, you said that, we, that some people have waited their lifetime to see Aston Villa play free-flowing football on a regular basis like this. And I think that is true, you know. It feels like a lifetime since we've been this coherent. I, I'm reluctant to say good or great or excellent or whatever. I obviously think that, but I'm reluctant to say it because I think coherent is a better word because we can win ugly and we can win free-flowingly and, and, and that's why I think that we're so coherent that we can actually change things up in in, in mid-game and, and, and you know, Unai Emery is just, can't, can't write enough about Unai Emery, can't say enough about Unai Emery and how good he is as a manager. Yeah. Um, so, guys, keep getting your comments in there. In about, a minute, I'm going to just randomly yeah. pick a comment, and that person is I'm going trying to... Get page page we've
0: 205 page. likes. Come on, there's 550. We've 205
1: like. likes! <laughs> <Da-da-da-da>. <laughs> we get the air horn. That's Let's the, get it up to 300 and <laughs> we'll give away the short then. <laughs> <Three>. <laughs> Uh, no, we'll uh, yeah, so in about a minute's time, we'll give away a shirt. And I was going to use the air harm, but I think for 200 likes, that's good enough. And we never do this, likes crack, you know, or anything. Uh, but it's fun, it's fun. We we win not? a game like this, you know, at the sea? Yeah, uh, we often see people popping in the comments about please like, please, please like it. I usually say it for like 30 seconds at the end. Um, Caroline, yes, he does after 15 pints of harp, he does anyway, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, what a, we, thought, could we yeah.
0: spare? Could we spare a moment to talk about Leon Bailey's new dress sense? He looks more like Jack Grealish when he's when he's out there these days with his low socks. You haven't even noticed have you? No, no,
1: I actually didn't. I didn't <laughs> notice it. I noticed it at the weekend,
0: and I think it was the, the Villa podcast mentioned it. And I, I I watched it again tonight, and there and there he was with the the socks halfway down. He looked Jack Grealish esque. Um Leon Bailey, and you know, as far as I remember, he always pulls them up over his knees. So maybe mm. this is, maybe this is uh, another master stroke from Unai Emery, telling him to pull his socks down instead of pulling them up, which is what yeah. we used to say to people here in Ireland: pull your socks up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: uh, and also, an away performance. You know, um is this his? Well, look, tell me, is this his first away goal for Aston Villa? I wouldn't have thought so either would I, but I remember somebody mm-hmm. saying on a couple of streams ago that he's never scored away, and I just don't know whether that was just uh, a throwaway comment or whether it was real. Uh, like, um, he, did he, not, he scored against Hibs in Easter Road. I'm sure. Uh, maybe it was in the league. He, he scored a header of Hibs at Easter Road.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. So, maybe it was in the league that uh, that they mentioned as well. But look, a, a great away performance against a very good team as well from the NBA. I thought it was just brilliant tonight. And, that's the Leon Bailey uh, that that we thought we were buying, you know. And and some players take longer to get uh, to to get find their feet, you know, to find their, right. their sea legs at, uh, at 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 Premier League level. And, uh, yeah, look, if we get performances like that from him, and specifically considering that, you know, we have that axis of Zaniolo who hasn't really found his feet yet. We needed somebody else to, to, to step up. And if Leon Bailey is the man to step up, well, brilliant, because, you know, it's the squad that benefits from this. And I don't think if you were to ask any player within that squad is, is, is there an individual kind of uh, carrot for them? There obviously is, but I think that, that it's one of the things that I, I spoke about on Emery, the togetherness is just absolutely fantastic from this team. Mm. And it is, it, it's a credit. It really is a credit to a lot of those players for their mindset and how they've bought into it as well. Um, yeah, duh, 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 duh. So where are we? Uh, I just, something else I was going to mention there about... um. About Ollie Watkins. Uh did I mention it already? People I'm 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 completely gone mind blank. I can't remember <laughs> if I mentioned about his layoff. I did. I mentioned it before you came on, Patty. I mentioned about his uh his layoff, his chest down, and um and uh his uh his the way he chested the ball down and then made that support run. Like he absolutely busted gut to get there, get on the end of that, and it was a save from Matt Ryan. Um Leon Bailey shot, and then he was just there to tap it in that's great centre-forward play, you know. That's great centre-forward play for The chest was fantastic. Just right around the corner. Beautiful. But then again, Azed played right into our hands from that point of view because we dragged Bazar out because he's originally a defensive central midfielder and he's gone back to play back at centre-half. Dragged him out, let that chest off, spun him and was gone. And uh, there was a pack play open then for both him and Leon Bailey um, to to get down. So really great stuff from him. I thought he was really good. He's really solid again tonight, you know. And he's um it's great that he's scoring goals because uh his run got us into Europe as well. So Don, let's not forget him.
0: Let's Neil, over half him. over half the people on the stream have liked it. So I think you need to do another public service announcement here before you give away your short.
1: <laughs> this is a public service announcement on behalf of For the Love of Pomegranate podcast. Thank you very much to everybody who's liked the stream. And for those of you who haven't, please like the stream, but we still love you anyway. <laughs> There we go there's our public service announcement anyway let's give away a short let's give away a short okay I'm going right back up to the top and we're gonna scroll down at really ran at random at random and okay so I have one two three four five six seven eight nine I have ten comments in the screen patty pick a number between one and ten always number three number three size staples. Your comment that just says he scored at Hibs has won you a short. Hey! Yeah, and so I get I, I know you get in contact with me anyway. I know that you know how to get in contact with me. Give me a shout. Uh you have to win the short there, Sai. Pick whichever one you want, whichever size you want, whatever player and whatever number on the back. It's not often that we go away away from home in Europe and get a brilliant win like that. So uh yeah, there's a short on its way to you, Sai? Absolutely good, yeah. short on its way to you. Um oh, wait a minute, what do I have? Oh, I'm after losing it. Um I'm after cancelling out of my uh my my um oh well I'm just gonna have to go back to old ones. What would he like? <laughs> dun, 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 something like that. Go yeah, that's great. <laughs> if anybody's listening back to this in bed later on, I do apologize because the air horn is quite quite loud. So I hope I'm not getting anybody up. You'd
0: actually think the two of us are drunk. I know I haven't had a drop, but I feel I'm like I'm drunk. I'm drunk I'm just drunk on emotion.
1: Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, it's great. And look, it is great. And do you know what? The best thing about it, Paddy, is it's only ten past eight. Um, Brighton and Ix are kicking. I've kicked off, and uh, I'm going to sit down and watch the rest of this game now. And watch Brian Broby because he's a he's a striker that I really like, um, and I think he would be absolutely very good in Emery's system as well. So, if anybody wants to watch a game and watch Brian Broby, I'd like to hear your opinions on him and go and watch him have a stinker tonight. Now, after I've said it, but uh, I like him, and I've done a scouting series on him before, right? Yeah. Let's go. Um...
0: How about this comment? I think I can relate to it. <laughs> Leon yeah. Bailey has made me eat my words. I gave up on him last season and wanted him gone in the summer. But who and I knew? I can totally relate go. to that. Yeah. Totally relate yeah. to it. 100%. So we all know that we always give every player a chance to, to come good. Hopefully that is the case that he's come good and he will continue to come good and continue to light up the Premier League and light up the Conference League and push us on to hopefully a trophy. And even even in our our pre-match, I said I wanted Leon Bailey to start today. I don't think I've ever said those words before. So there we are. (laughs) He started, the game was made for him. He scored a brilliant goal. He had brilliant contributions throughout the game. He was excellent and I couldn't, draw a line between him and Tielemans from man of the match. But, uh, let's just be wary now in two weeks time because they scored a cracking goal in fairness. So yeah. they, they can punish you, but we just need to be very, really, really careful the next day because we, we, we might let, we might uh, rest a few more after getting that result tonight. So that, that would yeah. be a worry, but look, if we go and beat them at home. Now we're in pole position and, uh, Going into the last two games, we we should be looking at at topping the group. Um, we got a bit of luck, I think, the first day with with or and the second day with with everybody beating each other. So tonight is nearly like a restart again. So hopefully we can push on, get three points the next day, and win one of the last two games and
1: guarantee our place in the next round. Mm, absolutely, and I think that's an absolutely great way to to finish off the podcast tonight. Aston Villa 4, as at Alkmaier 1. Uh, we've had a false start on the podcast tonight, where I started it too early. We've had some new ties and we've had a bit of crack as well. Uh, and hopefully we've got many, many more podcasts like this in us in Europe as we um, as we progress throughout the rounds. But thank you so much to everybody for joining. There was over 600 people here at one stage. Really appreciate your time, as I say, every every single time that you guys join. Um, you know, we wouldn't be we have the, we have the crack because we have the, because you guys are here in the comments as well and, and we really appreciate uh, everything you do to help us with the podcast so gonna leave it at that we'll be back again tomorrow night with a preview of the Luton game after the come down uh, from after tonight down. Um, but we can try and maybe relive it all over again tomorrow and I, was, I was waiting
0: on you to do your public service broadcast and say please Aston Villa change oh, yes. the sponsor to change the sponsor to what it was tonight go on go for it um, <laughs>
1: No, I won't. I was going to threaten them in the monster voice, but I can't get the monster voice. Maybe, maybe, maybe this might work. Maybe this might work. Aston Villa, if you know what's good for you,
0: you better put the Aston Villa Foundation on a short and put it for sale. Yes. Yeah. So we all want to buy that short with the Aston Villa
1: Foundation on it and give us the <laughs> option to do so and make us all yeah. very happy. It said like hotcakes, absolutely said like hotcakes for sure. <laughs> um, right, so gonna leave it at that before I start messing anymore with this, and I'm gonna repopulate my soundboard. But uh, <laughs> thanks so much, everybody, for for uh, spending the afternoon or the evening with us here. Hope you have a great rest of your, your evening. Aston Villa 4, as at 1, Villa are. Absolutely do. What's that phrase? Doing bits, is it? Villa are Villa are very good because I don't like using phrases I'm not sure how to use. So Villa are doing very good at the moment and we're all appreciative. So until the next time, everybody, stay safe, stay healthy and all that's left to say is up the Villa. Up the Villa.